week's thrilling tale of horror, the boys go up against the dastardly Ford conspiracy. Will they be able to give knuckle sandwiches to all the appropriate uh, bad actors, or will they be subsumed by Ford horns on this week's episode of Chapo Trap House? Semper Games. <laughs> this is Virgil Texas, gamer, speaking. Six months ago, we did a two-part episode where the gang played a tabletop role-playing game called Call of Cthulhu. If you haven't yet heard Tabletop Game Theory Parts 1 and 2, stop right now and listen to them. We have unlocked these premium episodes for you. They are the necessary background for tonight's adventure. We will be playing a game similar to Dungeons & Dragons in that Felix, Will, and Matt will be role-playing as fictional characters where dice rolls will determine certain outcomes. I will play the role of Keeper, narrating and refereeing the scenario. The world is set in the mythos of H.P. Lovecraft, who was, it cannot be stated enough, an inveterate racist. <laughs> the following adventure was co-written by Dave Cresses and me. Special thanks to Chris Person for giving me the idea for one of the NPCs. This scenario is not based on any individuals, living or dead, any resemblance to current events is purely incidental. Now, welcome to the Russian interference. <laughs> <laughs> it is July 18th, 1925. Mein Kampf has just been published, and you have all received review copies. You host a socialist race science radio show called Capone Speakeasy while moonlighting as paranormal investigators. Though months have passed, you remain shaken by your first glimpse at the mythos in the form of the awful creature summoned from another dimension through the pizza gates. Will, you know how you now have a phobia for modern art. But far from being disturbed by Johann Podesta's ritual, Washington's elite is angry at you for ruining their modern art exhibition. For weeks afterwards, op-ed columnists excoriated the uncouth dirtbags, arguing we should give the Sicilian John F. Kennedy monster a chance, that the next election should be the Triskelion's turn. You are now in the study of the Capone Speakeasy Mansion in Red Hook. Earlier, you conducted an interview with a young up-and-coming activist named Giuseppe Zangara, who, despite his <laughs> Italian ancestry, you're sure is destined to achieve great things. Please, starting with Matt, introduce your characters and what you're doing in the study. Uh, my name is Matthew Pennyfarthing. I am a disgraced former surgeon uh, who lost my license for gelding people while uh, high on ether during surgeries to replace their impotent members with uh, robust goat testicles. And I am currently uh, inhaling ether through a, a rag and uh, regaling my fellow hosts with my theories as to the exact cause of Italian degeneracy. Hint, it's the pasta sauce. Captain General Felix Comtree Marshall Mathers is the name. Having PTSD is my game. I saw some pretty crazy stuff overseas, but you wouldn't believe what happened to me when I had trauma from what I saw in the trench. I divorced my wife, who is a wench. I have a bunch of trauma with my daughter and the court, but there's, I only have one last resort. It's white jazz spoken word, a type of music that I will bring forward. I hope I have a son who raps from Detroit and so that he so that I can take the work of others and exploit. And <laughs> <laughs> will. Hello, uh, greetings. Uh, Dr. William Hackenbush here. I am the uh, tenured uh, phrenologist at Miskatonic University. Uh, I you know I am a you know paranormal and race investigator. I have a slight hobby for opium, and I am still, you know, carrying a torch for my uh, sister who died of consumption uh, in her late teens, but she remains my uh, one true love. And you also have a uh, grotesque son named Cody locked away in an attic somewhere. That's true. All right. 
You're in the mansion listening to Dr. Penny Farthing explain the Italian mindset when the visitor bell rings and your loyal Portuguese butler heads to the gate to answer. Moments later, you hear running footsteps. The front door of the mansion bursts open. Into the study dashes what appears to be some sort of vagabond. He's about 5'11 with pasty skin and a large forehead, hair like an overgrown crew cut. He's also quite flabby, a bit too well-fed to be a hobo. But he's bleeding, covered with severe open wounds and bruises. He comes in twitching, darting his gaze, jerking his head all around like a squirrel. He has this manic grin on his face and wide, feral eyes. He looks you over frantically and goes, The mark! The mark! Do you have the mark? Yeah, who the fuck are you calling a mark? <laughs> he calms down ever so slightly, apparently assured that you have the mark or you don't have the mark, and says the following. All right, boys, doozy's going down, and it's up to old Merrick Laplin to set you straight. I'm about to cast some pearls of wisdom before you swine, so pick the cotton balls out of your ears. Lads, it's time for some sport theory. First off, you got old V.I. Lennon. He's sitting in that stuffy casket. Hope he's got a radiola in there. What's he thinking? Hey, Sonny, let me out of this box. I'm dying for a shave and a shoe shine. Now you got a fella like Woody Wilson. He was in the White House thinking, ring-a-ding-ding, we need all these ethno states. 23 skidoo. Now, Woody was a good ex, and he couldn't bag off the old ball and chain. After Letty took the big train out to Vladivostok, old Joe Stalin became king of Russia. He made a deal with the great old one, Tostagua, saying to the horrible slug gods, hey, Sonny, that's a mighty fine cigar. I'll send old Putin to the USA and brainwash the media. We'll start with Mark Thurno. Well, that in two bits will get you the Sears catalog if you catch my drift. Now, in the lost continent of Hyperborea, that's a real corker. Gadzooks! Sonny, we're my continent go, and how come my genes have memories? <laughs> a multi-generational Soviet plot to bugger Uncle Sam with the help of us sleeping undead horror. That's the bee's knees. A knee slapper. Old Karl Marxy must be hotsy-totsy. That's the cat's pajamas. Say, what do you think they gabbed about when Snuffy Smith met Sinclair Lewis? I better win a little something like this. Say, Babbitt, if you're going to have sex with my daughter, you better use a prophylactic, you old pervert. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. This gentleman. One second, one second. <laughs> on and on and on this goes. This rambling, nonsensical tirade involving various politicians, journalists, and Soviet officials. Uh, the three of you can make psychology roles if psychology is a stat you have. Uh, I, yes, it is. I well, know psychology. Oh, yeah, I have psychology. Yeah, I got a little bit. I have a degree in psychology from Facebook University. <laughs> yeah, D100. You have the D100 right now. Oh. Uh, you need it under, right? Yeah, I, I passed. I passed. I passed. Dr. Penny Farthing, uh, this man is clearly suffering from psychosis and is experiencing an acute bout of hysteria, which is unusual as modern brain science tells us that hysteria is a female affliction caused by menstrual imbalances. The proper treatment is to inject him with a strong sedative from your medical bag. Yeah, I, I, this man seems to be suffering from wandering womb. Uh, I need to calm him down so I can do the proper uh, abdominal investigation. Um, so, yeah, I just take a big, gigantic fucking uh, uh, ampule full of oh, sweet mommy opium and inject it right into uh, his fucking femoral artery. Just fu- funny that you, you know, funny that you bring this up. Uh, do you think maybe I could also... I'm not holding right sure, now. Yeah, I, I got you. Just, I got you, okay. fam. I got you, fam. So I leave a little bit after I inject our crazy interlocutor, mm-hmm. and I just just give a little give a little taste to Poppy. Yeah, excuse me. Um, it's impossible. This man does not have hysteria, and he is. I found the world's only other white jazz spoken word artist. <laughs> his, I think his, I think his whole style is fresh. I think his his flow is fam. I think he's pretty cool. I don't think he needs. I don't think he has wandering womb. We got to find out. So he talks about. Wait, he he was talking about the mark, the mark, the mark. Clearly, he's referring to the mark of Cain, and you know, and the the curse of Ham, as we all know. In any event, Laplin passes out from the opium injection. DeGrecio has been watching this entire performance, is trembling in the corner. Is is Russia going to kill us? Oh no! (laughs) Oh man, yo! Now that I think about it, like, you ever thought about like if the president? Like, he met Joseph Stalin, and he just straight up sucked his dick. <laughs> Look, I, 
this is pathetic. Everyone knows that the uh, you could back me up on this. Uh, there's no way that the Slavic brain can't pan could conceive of the sort of machinations required to overthrow America's government. The 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 Slavic uh, the Slavic mind can grasp um, simple concepts like uh, squatting and alcoholism, <laughs> um, and then they they went to, in, in in mass together and their general lack of respect for human life um, and the fact that they can just throw themselves into cannon and grape shot. Uh, they're competent enough to overthrow their czar, but certainly not competent enough to interfere with no. No, a no, modern a advance of, a, nation a nation of white people. strengthened with yeah. dairy products and no. Anglo-Saxon bloodlines. We'll make a phrenology roll. Well, your knowledge of phrenology tells you that the Slavs aren't human exactly. They're some sort of alternate race that uh, uh, evolved uh, parallel to Homo sapiens. That's what modern skull science tells us. And my, my, many of my archaeological uh, excursions and excavations in uh, Antarctica also led me to this conclusion. What do you want to do? This uh, vagabond Merrick Laplin has passed out in your study. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we need further investigate. We need to, we need to uh, interrogate this man when he's no longer can in can such we, a state can of we rifle? Can we just sort of like maybe rifle through his pockets yeah, and see if he has any can. like opium you've, or artifacts or anything of use here's or interest to me? Here's what you find on his person. First off, he's like very badly injured right now. Totally scraped up, open wounds, that sort of thing. In his pockets, you find the following. A jazz cigarette. Ooh, a, okay. Oh, okay. A card reading male suffragette. And a <laughs> and a business card from a gentleman named Mark Thurno. Uh, the card reads the following: Mindset expert, vitality guru, brain genius. Reasonable rates to learn the raccoon mindset. Eight forty Fifth Avenue. Ring the basement. Uh, you're all familiar with Eight Forty Fifth Avenue. That's the Astor House. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I mean, classy digs. First things first, I am going to take part in the jazz cigarette. I am going to, I'm going to yeah. smoke that. Yeah, we're going to start that cipher. Let's start that cipher. This is our lead. This is the only yeah. clue we have. I think we need to make contact with this mindset expert and make an appointment to, to come and see him. Before we do, does uh, Merrick La- Laplin, does he have like a subscription service where like maybe I could get intelligence theories and analysis from him? Maybe rants and, as well? Yeah, rants. And if I paid like a nickel a week, I could do, uh, I could have a, a telephone call with him. You... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to the Astor House? Yes. To All the, right. To the book depository. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> On the way, you uh, deliberate about what you know about Mark Thurno. He is a theosophist guru who claims to have access to ancient esoteric wisdom and will teach it to people for a small fee. He also publishes religious pamphlets, the most prominent of which is called Raccoon Mindset, <laughs> a track that synergizes Vedic and Kabbalistic teachings with Thurno's own idiosyncratic medical and psychological theories, along with his admiration of the raccoon, an animal he argues human beings should emulate. In recent years, he has fashioned himself as a right populist political commentator in being against Judeo-Bolshevik conspiracies to steal masculine fluids and pass laws mandating heavy lids on garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that this guy sounds pretty cool. I mean, I've always wished I had the brain capacity of a raccoon. He sounds like a reasonable chap. Yeah. Um, I've been perusing the uh, galley review copy of uh, one Mr. Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf, and I uh, am interested in his ideas and would like to know more. Yeah, and you know what? One thing that's true is we may not agree on everything, but we are, like, suffragettes, they're trying to take over jacks, and we can't allow that. <laughs> we both agree on that. Suffragettes are going to ruin jacks with their fucking nonsense. When I play Jackson in the alley, that's the only time I felt like I belonged as a man. I was an outcast my whole life, and now they come into my Jax games, and they tell they start talking about how they want the vote. They want to make limited edition Susan B. Anthony Jax. No, no, this is not for you. And you know what? If Mark Thurno is against that too, I uh, yeah, Let's have an this alliance. Is, this is just like my favorite silent picture: the autonomous Tinfritz engine, <laughs> in which people are found to be actually attached to a giant steam-powered computing <laughs> device <laughs> without their knowledge. Yeah, it reminds me of... Remember, yeah, you guys remember that time we did that opium edible 
and we went to see the French movie where they they like shoot the dick into the moon's eye. I think <laughs> I got too high. I got scared, but uh, you know, it's kind of like the moon is the truth, and you were the fucking French fruitcakes who were about to just like. We're going to blast our load into the truth, yeah, yeah. The, the truth of the moon. Let's go. Let's go to the Astor place. Boys, William B. Astor House sits on East 65th Street across from Central Park. You attempt to get in the front entrance, but once the doorman realizes you're here for Mark Thurno, he frowns and directs you to a hatch leading into the basement. You open the hatch and walk down the steps and enter a room lit by a disorienting red light, much like a photographer's dark room. To your left are huge, noisy boilers. This is a basement, after all. And to your right is a kitchenette with a stove and a sink brimming with dirty pots and pans. The back wall of the room is actually a large velvet curtain. In the center of the room is a Roman couch and a footstool. The walls are covered with paintings of raccoons. Hmm. Thurno has a weathered face like an old catcher's mitt and unnatural dark rings around his eyes, almost like he put on he puts on too much mascara, but it's clearly more something wrong with his skin. He beckons you. Please, please, have a have a feet on please have a feet on my couch. <laughs> All right. You I see here I see here three men who are ready to abandon the three thieves. Self doubt, self delusion, and thoroughly failing to achieve potential. Which is fortunate because I also see three warrior monks ready to take mastery over their lives and their livelihoods through mindset. It's true because I, I spend my days and I really want to believe that in any given moment that there's nowhere else I'd rather be and no one else I'd rather see. Have you, and I haven't been able to achieve that yet. Have you, have you guys ever thought like if you did breathing exercises, you could basically impregnate any woman? I will, t- I will teach you the raccoon mindset. And with this mindset, you will have the proper mindset in order to achieve your potential and achieve the correct mindset for success in all aspects of your life. The sort of success that a raccoon possesses. For instance, I'm going I'm, I'm to need the fee in advance. <laughs> yeah, I see reason. Like, dude, this is yeah. the opportunity of our life. So uh, we, we were actually directed here by a friend of ours. Uh, a Mr. Laplin? Are you oh, familiar with him? Uh, yes, he's, a, uh, uh, he's a, a, a consultant of mine. Oh, so he's not one of your students. No, no, no. no. He's, uh, uh, <clears throat> Merrick is uh, he's, he's a great guy. We don't always see eye to eye, but he knows so much about strategic thinking, uh, future branding. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry to say he never had the right mindset. He started going crazy a couple weeks ago talking about Russia. And Joseph Stalin brainwashing people—it's—it's it's all pretty insane stuff. Not the correct mindset, which I will teach you the correct mindset, not the Merrick Laplin mindset. Do you know where he might have gotten any of these ideas about Russian uh, sexual interference in American politics? Well, he didn't—he didn't get it from my pamphlets. He didn't get it from raccoon mindset because if he had, he would have known that you need to center your life around rooting through garbage bins and conserving your ejaculate and. <laughs> If he had read that, he would never have believed such absurd things. I understand the conserving the your ejaculate part as a man of science. I mean, we, you know, we're, 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 yeah. both, we're both educated that men. Human, that is the life yeah, force. That shit's obvious yeah. as fuck. Um, yeah, that's that's my power. That's my essence. However, with regards to the raccoons, I was wondering. I you know, I have a very specific problem in that the uh, my my family estate that I inherited and had to move into a while ago, I had to move out. Because there were just too many damn raccoons in the walls. I just they're scratching all the time. I could hear them even without what, seeing them. What, there were what, raccoons in the walls everywhere. What, what's, your, old, what's their name? What's uh, the, the William Hackenbush Esquire. Doctor. William, what are you doing right now? I'm I'm, I'm sitting and I'm, I'm okay. You're th- thinning, but you need to be aware of every single part of your body and hyper aware. Always be thinking about your your feet and your hands. And what they're doing, where they're at, at every second, every single second. Now, now, are you doing that, William? Are you I doing am. that? I am. Are you pic- now? Picture yourself standing up, okay? Picture yourself standing up and be aware of what of what your what your posture is, what you're standing up, okay? <laughs> My God, how do you feel it, right now? How do you feel? I, you know, before I was, you know, I, I could feel my mind running away from me going back again to the horrible sound of those raccoons in the walls and, you know, my sister coughing up blood and then uh, various other things uh, that I won't get into. But, um, and the thing we discovered in the basement of the house. But uh, now I feel, I feel present. 
I feel. I, I just. I can't wait to tell my colleague uh, Charles William, Dutcher Ward about William, this. William, you right now, if you do these exercises, your ejaculate will cure the Spanish flu. <laughs> 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 I also have a certain new advanced medication. There's a medication of the future. Oh, it, I'm a fan of medications. This is called Raccoon Mind Good, and <laughs> it is. It, I get scared taking it because it just makes my brain become so much intelligence. <laughs> and I get so much mindset and awareness from this. And I will gladly fail you all. Fellas, some of these fellas, pills. hold on a second. I said a thought. Do you think the vagabond who bursts into our house, do you think his, his dementia, his agitated state of uh, hyper-awareness was caused by perhaps taking the raccoon good mind? And exposing him to a dangerous and heretofore unknown facet of reality that his mind couldn't handle. Yeah, I think that's highly possible. I'm I mean, I'd like use, to take some myself. I, yeah. no, I want to. I want to investigate. Yeah. I don't want to take a, it, I'm a, I'm, but sir, I want. I want to analyze it, sir. Nothing. Sir, I'm a combat veteran. You can just give me the strongest dose you have. I can. I can handle it. I can. If you have any, um, if you have any of your uh, your your liquids saved up, I can handle those too. I, I can tell you these for five five cents a pill. Deal. Deal. How Deal. many? Deal. How many do you want? Done. How many pills do you want? Uh, I'll take. I'll take, take, take a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take. You just give me Baker's half dozen. All right. Seven he feel, He looks like you know, he's beaming with this. He walks behind the red curtain and then comes out with a, a plastic bag. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't have a plastic bag. <laughs> uh, he comes out with like a. Sack? Yeah. No, he comes out with like a a, denim, a, a paper uh, bag <laughs> that clearly has grease stains on it. Uh, oh wow, they're so powerful. They're eating through the bag. It's uh, you smell it. There are clearly pastries in this at some point. And inside are 12, uh, 12 pills, twelve blue pills of raccoon mind good. What do, you all do, what do you all want to do, Professor Therno? I have problems with uh, uh, trauma that I experienced during the war. And sometimes I like I no matter how hard I, I try, I can't be maintaining emotional control. That's a problem. That's a problem uh, for definitely people with the wrong mindset. I'm immune to PTSD, and I could serve in any <laughs> war and would win any well, okay, war. Okay, okay, <laughs> And I I I smoke uh, ten cigars a day, and I'm more powerful than any soldier. I could best any professional athlete. <laughs> And that's all because of mind. I, you know, I'm 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 pretty much sold on the raccoon mind good, and I consider myself sort of a uh, a psychonaut, a sort of a conscious explore, consciousness expander and explorer of hidden realms and um, just like sort of ways of being in reality. Um, I, I consider my mind like a sort of a guinea pig. Who's taking the pill? I'm going to take a pill. I want to. I want to use my pharmacy knowledge to try to like crack one open and see what if I can identify. You would have to go back to the mansion in order to do that to use your chemistry. All right. Well, then I'll just pocket them for now and I'll watch what happens. Oh, sure. They're yours. You bought them. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pop one. What happens to you guys? Yeah. Let's watch what these idiots do. Uh, You can't tell this, but they space out real bad. And Felix and Will, you have a shared vision, disturbing vision of. Rooting through trash cans, being chased by a shovel. Uh, you look at each other, and you're you're small mammals, but you're also monstrous in some way, like a raccoon, but with not fluffy fur, but more like tentacles. You, you first of all, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> That's fucking wild, gay. That we're sharing a dream. <laughs> Will. I do not be knowing you like that. Will. Dude, I used to share dreams with my sister all the time. Will Every lose night we one slept, <laughs> we had the same dream. Will we lose the same dream of our bodies covered in r- rats and raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> and rats, baby rats. Yeah, that's what I call fake friends. <laughs> do the following. Will lose one sanity. Felix lose two sanity. But both of you gain one... No discrimination against veterans. Both of you gain one point of intelligence. And Yo, ooh, sometimes okay. you gotta lose your mind to become smart. It's all about believing in yourself. When you I, I had to go insane. I had to go insane to improve my brain. The visions of war and horror. The visions of the raccoon. It comes too soon, but when I come out, I can read a book and my mind goes boom. In about ten minutes, uh, reality comes back to you. You're sitting in Thurno's uh, basement office apartment, and you feel more agile. You're moving more quickly. Uh, in game terms, 
for a few hours, you'll have a bonus to using your dodge skill. Matt, uh, while this is going on, what would you like to do? Uh, well, first, I'd like to, since they're just sort of sitting catatonically, I'd like to scan the office area and see if there's anything around that I can investigate further or that arouses my suspicions. The only, uh, nothing is suspicious in this area, but uh, behind the curtain is uh, a whole other section. Well, all right. Well, can I, like, kind of try to scoot around there and get a look? I'll rule that, uh, yeah, you can do that. Right. Therno doesn't notice you because he's babysitting these two using the raccoon mind good. Yeah, he's giving them orange slices. Matt, here's what happens. <clears throat> the bedroom. Beyond the curtain is Therno's bedroom. In one end is a small laboratory where he presumably brews raccoon mind good. Uh, you see some of the ingredients. Uh, some sort of crushed up dried mushroom, various powders. Uh, there are also photographs of his torso here hung up by his bed. Uh, self photographs. There is a large cabinet and a nightstand. What do you want to investigate? Uh, let's look in the nightstand first. On the nightstand is a Matroshka doll, one of those one of those Russian nesting dolls. Whoa, whoa. But instead of a Slavic woman, what's on it is a grotesque image of a an obese creature shaped like a frog, but with bony limbs and bat wings, gnashing teeth like a great white shark. Make a sanity roll. Fail. Lose just one point of sanity. So right. just tick that off. Now right. what? Uh, can I check? The cup or the cupboard or whatever it is. So there oh was yeah, the cabinet. Cabinet. Inside the cabinet is several jars containing a milky white fluid. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna assume he's collecting his own ejaculate, but I, I could probably like eyeball that. I'm a physician. I've like cut up balls for a living, so I would be able to sell if that was cum. So maybe is just, it cum? Maybe just like little. Yeah, I could do like a <laughs> finger yeah. test, like like, like the cop, like bit. the cop yeah. in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See you in Attica, dick. Bye, asshole. <laughs> See you in Attica, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yes. He Matt, didn't know he was in a movie. make a medical roll. Is that the same thing, 100? Yeah, D100 on your medical stat. Matt, it's, uh, it's male ejaculate, but it's also incredibly potent. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> this is good stuff. All right, I t- I'm going to put one of these in my, in my pocket. Okay, you pocket. <laughs> I, want, I have a jar full of uh, cum in my pocket. <laughs> what else do you want to do in the bedroom? Uh, I don't know, like look under the bed, check the baseboards, any of that shit, you no, know. Nothing weird. The only thing that's notable are the doll and the photographs. Uh, let me open the doll. Let's, what are the other dolls inside the big doll? Oh, good right. call. You open the doll. Inside is a smaller doll. Right, but is it the same thing or is it a different yeah, it's image? Yeah, the same thing. They're same all the same. Same thing. Well, do you want to open the smaller yeah, keep, doll? I want to open the whole fucking thing. You open this doll, it leads to a smaller doll. You open it and it leads to a smaller doll. Then you think there's no way there can possibly be a smaller doll. <laughs> you open this doll, and the following happens. First off, lose five magic points. These will regenerate slowly over the course of the day. Uh-huh. Second, Matt, a bright white flash of light. You are no longer in Therno's bedroom. You are in a deserted street in some urban slum. Identical gray, blocky buildings line the street as far as you can see. It's early evening. Shit. Uh, I, I guess I try to ascertain my surroundings. Is there anything in the language? Or are there any people on the street? Anything to give me my bearings? You see an automobile approaching. I wave it down. It looks completely alien to you. It's compact and blocky. The steering wheel is on the right side. The car passes by you, ignoring you, and you notice the lettering on the front say L-A-D-A. You also hear snippets of Russian coming from inside of it, as if there's a phonograph playing inside the vehicle. Shit. There also appears to be a small camera in the windshield. <laughs> but in any event, it doesn't stop for you and speeds off. Now what? Oh, fuck. As it speeds off, eight bales of hay fall out of the back of it and six other cars compact <laughs> each other all in the middle of the street. And the drivers get out and yell at each other. Oh, man. They're all naked, dude. <laughs> I'm in a Russian dash cam video. Fuck. Uh, I guess I just have to walk the streets until I find a human who can help me. You wander the street. Everything is dilapidated, dreary, and repetitive. 
Yeah, then you come upon a group of young men crouching on a stoop in front of one of these gray buildings. They're all wearing bright, full-body outfits made of a material like tarpaulin, and then various <laughs> colors like yellow and red. Uh, I hail them. They see you approach, and they get up. They surround you. <clears throat> they make uh, these strange gestures, putting two fingers up to their mouths. Uh, they're clearly drunk. They're saying things like, Yo, bro, bro. Making this, this gesture. You don't know what this oh. signifies. Uh, that sounds like they want a cigarette. Do I have any? I don't know if I smoke. No, I don't think you're a smoker. Shit. It's also a cigarette. is more of a lady's affectation in your That's era. That's true, yeah. Uh, uh, shit, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't speak their language. I don't have. I hold no currency. I'm a foreign man. Do I? I'm surrounded by the sound, <laughs> wait, sound wait, wait, wait. of cattle in the marketplace, <laughs> scattering of orphanages. I look around, around. I see angels in the architecture, Matt. spinning to infinity. I say, "Hey, hallelujah!" Matt, they grow agitated when you don't offer them any alcohol or, or narcotics or tobacco. One of them smashes a liquor bottle on the ground. They start shoving you around, and then they start pummeling you with their fists. You fall to the ground, and the last thing you see before you pass out is an American flag. But no, instead of the field of white stars on blue, it's a hammer and sickle. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's that type of, that type of uh, thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you wake up in Thurno's bedroom. Make a sanity roll. Uh, zero, that's 60, right? A zero and 60 is 60? Uh, yeah, that's 60. Do you, that's a fail. Shoot, now what do you Shit. want to do? Fuck. All right, well, clearly I saw a horrible vision of the future where America has been taken over by the godless communists of the Soviet Union. Something I thought would be impossible, given their sloped and, and primitive brain pans. But what do you want to do with the doll? I'll assume you I'm do. taking it with me, for sure. All right. Pocket of that shit. You take I got a jar of cum in one pocket and then a Troshka doll in the other one. All right. You go back, into, uh, assuming you're done in the bedroom. Yeah. You go back into the main room. Felix and Will are coming out of their raccoon mindset. Just another dream I've had in the witch house. Yeah, for some reason, I feel more determined than ever. I just came up with an idea, Will. What if we had we had uh, we had mineral pills? You know, people don't get enough minerals, especially children. But instead of selling them to stores, we sell them to other people, and they have to pay us like twenty five cents per per glass jar of mineral pills. But then they. You know, they set up a franchise, and then they uh, people do that for them, and then we all get. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, a prism. It's a prism of uh, sales. And the structure you're actually describing. I mean, I I know this because uh, my religion and ideology is white hotep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am I am a white hotep. I am an Egyptologist right. um, by trade and by by passion by blood. Um, what you're describing is actually the ancient Egyptian structure known as the pyramid. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, no. That's back when Jews knew their place, yo. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's just, yo, it's just like that shit definitely and, and, made me... Like, we are the eye. We're right. all seeing eye atop the pyramid, and everything going up the pyramid is the money from selling mineral pills. Yeah, and it's like, we're making money, we're helping people, and it's like, yeah, you know, I would, you know, you, I woke up today, someone would be telling me, like, yeah, you're going to have to share a dream with your friend. I'd be like, yeah, that's fucking wild pause. Wild. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. Let's go. I'm Yo, gl- fuck this radio I'm, shit. I'm glad, we, I'm glad we did that too, but it, I, I also, uh, I'm, I'm now thinking, we maybe should go back to the Red Hook. I mean, we do have a sort of bleeding vagabond um, oh, uh, sedated in our, yeah, in our study yeah, living yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I don't know what Decrezio is doing to him. We probably should uh, leave. He's just some disgusting olive oil scheme. Uh, he's Therno, so stupid. Uh, Thurno interjects and says, Boy, are you ready to take it to the next level? Are you ready to learn the technique that I've taught to many powerful people, the most powerful people in the country? They go to me, and they use my techniques. That's how they got very influential. I, I want to take it to the next level, but when he talks about powerful elite people, of course, uh, my mind harkens back to our, our last encounter with the upper crust of society at the Smithsonian, oh, oh. where I was nearly driven insane by uh, what we saw there. Mark, you ever hear about this shit? Ita- Italians be like, 
loving cauldrons. The what? <laughs> what did they yeah, do? We saw some fucked up shit. Our last yeah, adventure. It appears as though the uh, the elite in DC are engaged in a scheme to bring forth some sort of unholy creature from another oh, dimension oh, to you rule mean the, over us. The Pizza Gate. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. How do you I, know? I investigated that. That was all me. I, yo, this guy is one of us. He's one yo, of us. You are our friend. I, I did, and there was a, there was a, there was a, a, a foot monster, and I, I killed it, okay? I killed it using these breathing exercises that I know. And if you make an appointment right now, I will give you three copy of my pamphlet, Raccoon Mindset, and maybe I'll even introduce you to some of the wealthy people I know. They're not, they're not Pizzagate people. They're anti-Pizzagate people. Oh, these are the, they're the good elites. Oh, Ooh, my these God. These could be allies in our battle against the unholy. You met Merrick, right? He was always very jealous of me because the last I saw him, he stormed out yelling about one of my clients <laughs> and uh, his connection to Russia. Which client was that? His name is Fred Trump. You know him. <laughs> He's, he is the wealthiest man in, of all time, and he's a good man. Yo, do you guys and, know that his dad, yo, Fred Trump's dad, his name was Trump? Yo, if people found that shit about him, <laughs> he would be fucking over. He would be done. Wait, if you make an appointment right now and put a down payment on it, I'll give you, I'll introduce you, I'll give you a letter of recommendation. That's There's good literally to meet Fred. No reason. No amount of money that I wouldn't spend to do yeah, this right now. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, it's going to be a flat percentage of what you make on the mail order uh, fundraising uh, platform. So a flat 10%. Yeah, that's just steal. That's yeah, good. that's I, great. I that's good. Bad, uh, like you can wire. I'm going to ha- I mean, I've, I feel like I, I'm slightly I feel a little bit cheap. I feel like maybe we should consult our Hebrew. Uh, oh, should, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You don't want to do that. That's bad mindset. All you need to do <laughs> is keep taking the pills. Okay? Put, get the paperwork in motion. I'll give, I'll send you, I'll, t- I'll, I'll telegram you the paperwork and we'll, we'll make this, we'll, we'll, we'll be such a good friend. Okay? I, I want, I, no, we are, we're going to, re- we are going to do this. We're going to reach our full potential. We're going to do it. Derno gives you a letter of recommendation, uh, a letter of introduction to Fred Trump and a copy of Raccoon Mindset. You make uh, make the financial arrangements, and uh, you make an appointment for next week. It's going to be great. Okay. Yeah, I Let's wish start. I could sleep for seven days straight. I cannot wait. Well, first, we have to read it. We have to figure Ooh. out what's in Raccoon Mindset. I'm it's not, not very reader, long. It's just a pamphlet. Uh, are you heading back to the mansion, or are you going to... Uh, to another location. Well, let's go back to the mansion. Yeah, we got to find out it. what's happening with this uh, vagrant. Yeah, left, um, yeah. Who's going to read M- Raccoon uh, mindsets? Um, I can I can read it out loud to the boys while we hoof it back. Okay, sure. <clears throat> Raccoon mindset. You read it out loud uh, on the trolley back to your house. The first <laughs> third of this thirty-page track contains various sensational promises. That you will learn the success mindset. That mindset will cure your spleen. That you will become invulnerable to bullets and drowning with the proper mindset. <laughs> the second third discusses the noble raccoon and advises you to be like the raccoon, constantly rooting through trash, scurrying, clawing at things with tiny, tiny hands. The rest is a mishmash of ancient religious koans, posture and breathing exercises, and how refraining from masturbation will increase your vitality and athletic skills. Reading the tome leaves you befuddled and miserable, as it does to everyone on the train. Everyone make a sanity roll. <laughs> I fail. It's early evening when you get back to the Red Hook Mansion. Lapland is gone. The Crescio! Oh, you fucking Iberian fool! Oh, oh no! Yo, it was motherfucker. Put the Crescio in the punishment crate. No, you are no. Put him in the punishment crate. Crescio ran out. <laughs> Are Yo, you, are you, you just let him leave? Are you mad? Yes. You mad? <laughs> yes, very much so. Go in your go in the crate. Go in the punishment crate. Looking like a sad crated dog to crush you. Clamors <laughs> into that crate. Yo, I'm so mad at him and I also hope that one day our kids, when they inherit the Creccio, they don't write a story about how it they had a they had a Portuguese they had a Portuguese servant, but if they do if they do I'm confident that like enough people have stuff like this that it's I just not hope I'm dead uh, after yeah, after yeah, my I hope my kid is dead after that he publishes the story about how we mistreated our Portuguese manservant yeah oh well now that you're all back in the mansion though Matt can reveal to you 
the disturbing event that took place in Thurno's bedroom. Yeah, folks, uh, while you guys were getting in touch with your raccoon minds, I took a magical journey to a terrifying future America under the iron heel of Stalin and his socialist buddies. Clearly, there is some sort of force at work here that is looking to destroy America, and that, and that this, the, the jabberings of that madman were not pure insanity, but actually some sort of conduit of a deeper truth that we have to find out more about. I've often said in my you know, own personal studies of uh, nitwits, half-brains, and waterheads that um, their ravings often contain a, gr- a grain of truth. Yeah, I think that like true humility is like you can learn something from anyone. You can even learn it from like an Irishman, you can learn it from a raving lunatic, and as we just saw, we can learn something from a raccoon. So, I think we should investigate. This is ser- this is serious business. Yeah. This is I, I'm getting the same tingling and the the small piece of a uh, meteor that I keep in my pocket from that New England families uh, that doomed New England uh, homestead uh, in my earlier days from Miskatonic University is also glowing, just like it did when we went to Washington, D.C. to investigate the Pizzagate and the Comet. It's evening now. Unless you have something that you want to do in the mansion, you can follow up your leads in the morning. You know, it's time to get in that big bed that we all share, yeah. put on our sleeping caps, Pull the covers right up to our noses. Well, I mean, while they're sleeping, can I do a pharmacy investigation of the pill that I took? That yeah. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, go ahead. Me, me, now and, you're me just and Will. Your noggin. Yeah, yeah. Me and Will are just going to be recharging each other's enemy or energies. You know, we just <laughs> we put our hands down each other's nightgowns as we sleep. Not as anything weird, but just while like it recharges your energy. While it's they friendship sleep, energy. Uh, doctor, you go into your chemistry lab and assay the various elements inside the pill. Make a... What do you have? Pharmacology? I have pharmacy on here. Roll that one. Probably going to fail this. Uh, is that a hun- 400? Yeah. No, that's zero four. That's a big, I big pass. pass. Big pass. Yeah, put a check on uh, pharmacy? pharmacy. Yes. Yes. I'm rolling fucking nothing, but what's the good thing to roll? Four, five, on? six, and trips. Okay. Yeah. Uh, raccoon mind These blue pills contain a mixture of amphetamines and a psychoactive substance called psilocybin. Ah. Ooh. This is just classic speed and, uh, and mushrooms. So this is just making... This is just... This is just mere uh, street drugs, basically. It is, though in this particular formulation, there's a little bit of chaff in there. Um, it would pretty much give you the instincts of a raccoon. It would... Uh, Taking a lot of this will get you addicted to it, and you'll develop dark rings around your okay. eyes from not sleeping. Well, now I'm going to make taken, it my mission. I've already taken ten more I, in the, I, in the While the they're sleeping, home. I'm going to find the ones they haven't taken yet, and I'm going to dispose of them, because I don't want them taking any more. How many will you say you have taken up to then? Because it does have an effect that infects your character. Ooh. Let's just say I popped a few more, and I'm sweating. Woo! Popped a raccoon, and now I'm sweating. <laughs> How many is a few more? You know, I don't keep track of these kind of things. I just sort of like, I, I, I give me, see give me, give me, I take them. Give me a Let's number. Let's just say I took two or three on the way home. All right. I'll say two. Gain two intelligence points. <laughs> Even more skills of a raccoon. Lose four sanity um, from having more and more disturbing raccoon-related images. Okay, I'm just hemorrhaging sanity. What are you, what's your sanity at now? 36. Yikes. Uh, you're going crazier and crazier. You're also addicted to raccoon mind. Good at this point. <laughs> uh, when you wake up in the morning, you don't even sleep that night. You're <laughs> of just kind of not. skittering around the bedroom. Uh, when everyone else wakes up, they see you with dark rings around your eyes. Have I been going through the trash as well? Yeah, you're very obsessed with trash right now. Decrescio has no idea what to make of it. <laughs> Yo. Yo. This is disturbing me so much that I'm giving up raccoon mindset. And, uh, you know, I prepared a song about it. It's called I'm Not Scared. <laughs> <laughs> to my fans, I apologize that I took, the, I took the pill that gave me rings under my eyes. I thought it would make me smarter, a better father. But it made me, it made me no smarter than a common raccoon in an alleyway. I'll ne- I, I got clean for myself, but also for you. So maybe that's a little bit of a lie, but it's also true. I'm giving up drugs. For my beautiful daughter, when we see the Jews, it's going to be a slaughter. 
<laughs> excellent, excellent spoken word, Jazz, as always. Thank you. It's morning now. You can do research, uh, and you also have the letter of uh, introduction. Let's beat this motherfucker. Let's talk to this Frederick Drumpf. Yeah, yeah, dude. Let's, let's make we, him Drumpf we, again. Can we do research on him first? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, library, newspaper offices, that kind of thing. Anything you want to look up, let I me mean, know. I mean, you now. know, I'm a, I'm a man of letters, a man of books, uh, <laughs> a man of dreams. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the library and do some background, do a little do a little research before right. we meet this 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 man. I'm gonna research too. I'm gonna read my favorite publication, The New Yorker, and uh, uh, the humor humorous like you know yeah he did Pollock yeah but. Uh, and, and, Anthony 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 Borowitzki has actually a pretty funny thing about Fred Drumpf. Uh, you guys notice that he has uh, small hands. Mm. Uh, Felix, you do that. You also find a shouts and murmurs that posits: What if Julius Caesar had access to a telegraph? Oh <laughs> shit, dude! Oh shit, dude! He said he said uh, meeting my friend Brutus. Uh, full stop. Yo, that shit's mad funny. <laughs> Yo, you know he did not be having that telegram. But like, if he did, if he did, if he did, if he did, he'd be like. Uh, be right back, crossing the Rubicon, full stop. I can't get into it. <laughs> yo, that's... Oh, shit, yo! Yo, this motherfucker's hilarious! Dr. Betty Farthing, is there anything you want to research This reminds also? me of a, a, a comedy program called Comic Point of View that I used to watch oh, as a yeah. lad. Oh, my... You remember in Comic Point of View when uh, they would see, they would see like, a flapper in the audience and be like, yo, why, yo, why, why, why she got that armband on her arm? <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> I've been, I've been trying to put like those comedy skits on my albums in between the spoken word jazz, and I have I have this one idea where it's like um, it's like I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to smoke opium, but the opium pipe is too big, and 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 and, and my record producer is like. Yo, don't smoke that shit. And then you just hear me pass out. And then the next song is about me being too high. So it's like, I think that comedy is a great tool for <laughs> jazz spoken word. Matt, while everyone's doing research, is there anything you want to research? Yeah, in I'd like to know if there's any medical or pharmaceutical uh, cure for the effects of this, this compound so that... That if Will gets too zooted, I can kind of bring him back to Earth. Sure. I'll rule, make another pharmacy roll. 36, I pass. Well done. Uh, yeah, uh, a very simple solution called uh, intelligence water. It's, it's <laughs> sold, in, sold in various files. Uh, some of those will we'll get, them, get them straight. All right, so I'll grab some of that. There's apothecary if we pop by it on the way to the Drumpf Mansion. Well, uh, <clears throat> well, researching yes. Fred Trump finds that he is a millionaire property developer. You're all actually rather familiar with him. His name is on all these fucking buildings. Yeah, and, and, he, and he does good work. I've, I've lived in one of his apartment buildings before, and it was blissfully free of Celestials. He owns many hotels and uh, segregated uh, condos, apartment buildings. He's also reputed to have mob connections and operate a series of speakeasies and backroom casinos. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought this guy, he sounded pretty cool, but he associates with Italians. Mm. He, well, the mob is not just Italians in this era. Everyone, there's, there's a mob for every race. All right. I mean, I guess I can keep an open mind. He also has a public image of being a serial self-promoter and a hardline Republican, ferociously opposed to workers' rights and labor unions. That's Fred Trump. Will, I'll let you make a library use roll here okay. for perhaps additional information that could be helpful. That's a pass. Is it? It's oh. nine, no, that's oh. 99. Oh. That's a bad fail. Ooh. No, oh. nothing else. All right. It's uh, late morning. What do you all want to do? Let's go to Trump. Yeah. I think, I think we're ready. Okay. <clears throat> Fred Trump's mansion is in another part of Brooklyn. It's much larger and much gaudier than your Capone speakeasy. Uh, at the front gate, the guard is a gentleman wearing a very odd costume. He's wearing what appears to be wooden armor and holding a shield. Uh <clears throat> He's also wielding a stick of some sort that appears to be a mop handle, huh. like the like the hoplite uh, phalanx of, of of antiquity. Oh wait, I think this guy's a veteran. I think I should talk to him. He looks pretty young. He's pretty baby faced, uh, 
pudgy but not fat. Very yeah. odd. Wait Very a second. Odd. You think he's maybe stealing valor? Oh yeah, if he's stealing valor, I'm gonna find out. Yeah, him. I'm gonna find out. All right, you go up to him. He says, "Can I help you, sir? Sir, what is that uniform you are wearing? This is the uniform of the proud lads. <laughs> we are stalwart defenders of Western civilization, dude. The proud lads. Okay, okay. Uh, I am proud to be who I am, sir. Sir, how old are you? I'm I'm 22 years old. And despite my relatively young age, I know the truth about society. Truth about society? Okay, we're going to find that out, because I think you're telling lies about who you are. I'm not telling lies. You're going to let us in right now, or I am going to report you. This, this young fellow, despite his rather awkward and shambling appearance, does strike me... As someone who has conserved his masculine essence. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely never, like, let his essence go, but... He seems like he is full of masculine essence. He, I could, oh, yeah, if, we, if he cut himself shaving, like, he'd break a mirror with all that just busting Felix, over. make your... Roll intimidation. Yeah. The proud lad, uh, the proud lad backs down and opens the gate for you and says, uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. I, re- I respect veterans and all law, all law right. enforcement. That's right. All right. You have a good day now, okay? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. <clears throat> There's a long driveway leading up to the front steps of the Trump mansion. Uh, you see uh, a few servants, gardeners, tending to the uh, grounds of it. And a, another proud lad keeping watch at the very front door. All right, I'm going to cut this short just by presenting him with our goddamn letter of introduction. Oh, we don't yeah. have to get into a bunch of shenanigans. I, I forgot we had that. I just, uh, you know, my PTSD got triggered again. I'm sorry. You were led into, uh, you were led into a study-slash-sitting room uh, where Fred Trump is seated, expressionless. Uh, with him are his daughter, a beautiful young blonde woman, and his preppy son-in-law. Jared Kushner. <laughs> uh, I immediately do not like this Jared character. <clears throat> they appear to be engaging, as you walk in, they appear to be engaging in some sort of heated arguments. Uh, you catch the following. Uh, Jared going, pop, pop, we're bleeding money. You can't treat people like this. But then he stops when he sees you. Jared and Vanna stand up. Trump just sits there. And looks you over. Uh, yeah. Sir, hello. Greetings and salutations. Hello to hello. you. Yeah. Yeah. Hello to you and your beautiful ha- family and your Hebrew. We have one too. Well, we're sent here by uh, Mike Thurno, uh, your associate, uh, and we are looking to reach the highest possible level of consciousness. And may I compliment you, sir, on your wonderful and gorgeous daughter. She seems like a strong, independent woman who has the the skull shape and bone structure of my own dearly departed sister doesn't dress too girly i like that yeah thank you she looks like a woman who's yeah not being presented as you know just for daddy she's a strong woman she's wanting to make a difference in the world and it's definitely not girly she's a beautiful dame she's not like these flappers who go around (laughs) you know like slaps her on the ass very good good father very good good. you did a great job raising her you You probably didn't shoot for years before you made her i could tell that you're your seed is high quality yeah, stuff. Yeah, you were saving that stuff, buddy. I have the most powerful seed. Gentlemen, uh, I appreciate the flattery, but what is it that you need? As you know, my time is so busy. Oh, you do. We know. We're businessmen, too. You're uh, also in the business industry. D- uh, yeah, yeah, dude. You know, once I once I got back from the war, you know, just me and my boys, like, we come from different walks of life, but, you know, we may be, may be different races, creeds, but we believe in that one color, green. It's that cash money, baby. We're, you know, we're in the radio industry. We're also entering the mineral industry. But we, you know, obviously you know about the Pizzagate. Let me tell you about cults. Crooked Collier's Weekly wants you to think Europeans (laughs) were the first to discover America. Wrong. The Hyperboreans were here all along. You can't discover something that already has people in it. Yeah, that's a good point. This guy knows about Hyperborea. He's he's woke. I know a lot of things. He's woke. Okay? I'm the biggest... Business genius to ever walk the earth. Well, can't argue with that. You know, we, you know, we had. Uh, I don't know. If, you know, we're coming to you because we had. You know, only just a few months ago, a rather 
uh, a rather serious run-in with with the Pizzagate and the Pizzagate cult, and we're you know we're looking to form new alliances in our fight against these elite degenerates, yeah. horrible people. Johan Podesta, one of the worst people I've ever met. Why, why do they? Why do they always talk about? It's pathetic. It's disgusting. You want to know what's powerful? The Ithians. Okay, they're fifteen feet tall and they have conical bodies. Okay, and they're transferring their minds into bodies across space and time. They're coming over here. These are some bad hombres. We've <laughs> got to keep them out. Okay, and I'm the guy who can do that. The Vormies? These guys are eight feet tall. They're covered from head to toe with hair. I'm sure there's some good ones, okay? But do you really want them in your neighborhood when you're jogging in the park? No. You know, no, no, absolutely def- definitely not. not. Yeah. Absolutely not, sir. I'm a father, The too. people in Washington, the Democratic Party, they're not going to do anything because they don't know how to make business deals. I know deals. Deals is what I do. I'm going to make a new deal with Haster, the king in yellow. I'm such oh. an expert in deals. The deal is going to be so good, it will make your head spin. spin. Then I'm going to talk to Sestagua. Sestagua loves me. <laughs> Don't we love Sestagua? <laughs> we love him. We love uh, him, sir. Speaking of deals, people you might have been dealing with, have you... Perhaps had any dealings with, say, I don't know, one Iosif Jagashvili, also known as Joseph Stalin, General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union? I don't... Hey, I've never talked to Stalin, but I admire him very highly. He's, he's a, a pretty... Yeah. He's a very smart man. He wrote this book called Das Capital. It means <laughs> the capital. And... It's so, so smart, and I learn so yeah. much. He's Jared, Jared interjects. Dad, dad, don't say, don't say that. That's, that's, that's a, a, Yo, why the, a polluted ideology. Why dad. the fuck are you interfering with her conversation? I, d- 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 wait, wait, did he just make eye contact with yeah, you? Oh, dude, did dude, he make eye contact stop, with you? Stop this fucking goofy out right now. <laughs> uh, Jared backs up. Hey, p- yeah, that's what I fucking please, thought. This, this, is, this, is, this is my home, okay? This, no. I, no, this is your father's I, home. Yeah. This is not your home. This is yeah, your father's home. Yeah, you're not shit, dude. Uh, if you have any connections with any Russian forces, I would be very interested to meet them myself because we're going to need a broad front to fight against these potential invaders from other spaces and times. First off, uh, Vanna sees Jared get cucked by Felix and just shakes her head and walks out of the room. Second of all, uh, Trump, in response uh, to what Matt just said, says the following. I don't have any connections with Russia, okay? There is a guy, all right? And, and, and I, I took him under my wing. All right, his name is Putin, and he teaches me so many things. He teaches me the true history of the world. He's been teaching me about all of the great old ones. They dwell. They're not, they're not dead, but they're not alive either. How do you kill something that's not dead or alive? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. I'm the guy to figure it out. you got to be tough and smart, sir. All right, well, let's meet this guy. Where is this Putin character? Hey, he comes and goes. He keeps his own schedule. I like that. Never in my hair for too long. Always teaching me things. He said he was going to cure my son. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? Sir, what's wrong with your son? My son has uh, demons in his brain. <laughs> and it, it makes him very strange, okay? But this guy Putin, he is going to use uh, what he calls arcane magic to cure him. I mean, is that wonderful? I That's love so to see wonderful. That. I, yeah. have to say. I, I mean, all, all our listeners have brain demons too. Yeah, this you, is something we would we, like yeah, to investigate. I, I, as, as, as a phrenologist, as as a as a licensed tenured professor of phrenology at Miskatonic University, please you can inquire as to my credentials, and I, I insist that you do. I uh, I would love to. Uh, to make a diagnosis of your son's brain demons, People, I would love to meet this young man. I think that a joint effort between us and this Putin character to rid your son of his brain demons would be assured of success. Yeah, I think we should all get together to investigate your son. To show us and, that wonderful work, boy. Work as one and collaborate because we all have we have different skill sets that we could bring together for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's upstairs, last door on your right. Okay, I can't. I would accompany you, but I'm, I'm shitting right now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Have, <laughs> as, a, have a great, as, as all strong, powerful men do. Yeah, have a great stool, sir. It's yeah. a pleasure to meet you. <clears throat> uh, now, what do you guys do? Well, we've got to see that boy. See that boy. I want to look at Love that boy. I want. I want to see that boy. Okay. You walk past Jared up the uh, spiral staircase leading to the second floor. You go down the hall, the second to last door 
is oh, this one's on the left is uh, slightly jar, and you see Vana sitting on the bed. Ooh, yeah, what's up, mommy? gentlemen? Uh, I'll just I'll I'll leave you two to uh, investigate the boy. I'd like to investigate the girl. Nah, 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 dude. I'm the one who made her storm out. That means she wants me. She's afraid to embarrass herself by how attracted she was to me. What's it going to be, gentlemen? Well, I, mm. I, I my dick has been horribly mangled by several oh, experiments. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in this harlot. So I will look in on a young, uh, young Trump. And the two of you, who wants to go interact with Vanna? Uh, we, we both try to walk through the yeah. door at the same time and get stuck in the frame like the uh, three stooges. <laughs> yeah, I am so embarrassed that you made me do that, but that is peacocking. So I'll, did notice that. I'll rule that you'll both roll your size and who uh, compare the results. And if one of you wins... Fail. Fail. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got no game. (laughs) Can our boys piece together the clues in time to unravel this nefarious Slavic conspiracy? Will Dr. Hackenbush successfully cure the young Trump boy's brain demon? Which one of our intrepid heroes will seduce the chippy Ivana Trump? Find out next week on Chapo Trap House.